When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily in association with Moonrise Cricket Indian Premier League 2020 13th edition every day every game every spill every fill every triumph all the way to the IPL trophy It's the Cricket Badger. Hello, IPL Daily. Let's get into it. There is so much to talk about. We had a fantastic Saturday, but flipping X Sunday has trumped it. We've seen two super overs. KKR against the Sunrisers Hyderabad went into a shootout. And then we have just watched the most ridiculous game between the Mumbai Indians and the Kings Eleven Punjab, which went into two super overs because they couldn't even separate them after the first one. It's been a crazy, crazy day. I said yesterday, anybody that doesn't like T20, I'll point you at Saturday. Well, tell you what, I'll give you the box out. I'll give you Saturday and Sunday. This IPL is just incredible. And to talk about today and then maybe a little bit about tomorrow, I'm joined by Claire Sanderson, Naman Shah and Abhishek Bahari. Naman, let's start with you. You're a sensible person. I know you are. That was bonkers, wasn't it? Absolutely. Speechless. In fact, the whole weekend was like that. Yesterday's two matches finished in the last ball and today both the matches going to the Super Over. And in fact, the last match again going to the Super Over, it was like never ending. I thought it will be Monday morning. But it could actually technically just carry on forever, couldn't it? If they just keep tying, it just could carry on forever. But we've never had... Two Super Overs in the same day. And then, like London buses or whatever the uh, analogy is, they come along together and then we get three Super Overs in the same day. Abhishek, how are your nerves? How did you enjoy today? I think it was an absolutely great day for cricket. I think it cannot be more close than what we observed today. It was an incredible game. Since we talked about the last game, it was about a table topper by against a team which is repeatedly struggling in the tournament, uh, trying to, just failing to finish the game. It's not like they are playing bad. But it's like they went to do two with them and uh, the inability, the total inability of them to finish up the games. They had three chances today and in the end they prevailed. It shows how open this competition is and uh, like someone said, it's really bonkers and uh, nobody expected this to happen. But uh, it's the IPL that allows us to you know live those moments every day. 
And Claire, I know you are our KXIP fan, but you're also a little bit of a Mumbai Indians fan. Where were your loyalties towards the end of that game? Well, there were only in one camp, I'm afraid. Yeah, much as I love Roy and co, um, I've got my red T-shirt on. And uh, yeah, I was with Kings Eleven all the way. Having said that, once it went to a super over, I just thought, you know, Bumrah's got every trick in the book. It's all over here. And um, as you guys will know, I was in the kitchen uh, trying to keep myself busy because I just couldn't cope. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fantastic. So pleased for my team to have got that win. This was a game that they wouldn't win. I just... Yeah, blown away. I know um, on the TV um, they asked Marianne Kagawal, has that rid you of all the kind of like demons of those close matches that you lost at the start of this competition? But Kings Eleven have actually played some really good cricket in this tournament and it's about time they started getting over the line because they, they have become known as a team that can lose from any situation and they nearly did that today again. Yeah, they did. And I think and like throughout the competition, that has been the thing, hasn't it? Like Their confidence got knocked early on. And then they've just not been able to get over the line. But these last two, they've just hung on and hung on and fought and fought and battled and worked as a team, which is all the things I've kind of just willed them to do from my living room. And just for it to happen, it's just, it's fun. yeah, I feel great. Really, really chuffed. Well, let's, let's go back to the start of today, which seems like an awful long time ago now, when KKR made 163 for five and the Sunrisers, thanks to David Warner's hitting towards the end of that, he was 47 not out, made 163 for six. It went into the super over. David Warner lost his wicket very early, and it was actually a very one-sided super over, Naman, in the end, wasn't it? KKR managing to get home quite comfortably in that six balls. Yes, and um, it was absolutely super bowling over there by Lockie Ferguson. I was so impressed by him bowling after such a long time, and uh, most of the deliveries were sheer pace and totally unplayable and giving a performance like this today, it was uh, commendable. And uh, yes, they needed KKR, this thing, they needed wickets up front uh, with the new ball and they got this bowler at the right time. They need to back this team, they need to back this team and not make more changes and now too often. And uh, yes, they badly need Russell also. I guess uh, for both Punjab also, I saw Maxwell. They These teams really need the, uh, these guys to fire, especially now moving into the business end. Uh, they just cannot let this guy uh, bow down or maybe their shoulders are down. Completely, they are not contributing in any way. Just looking at the table now after what's been a ridiculous day, Delhi Capitals top of the table on 14 points and then nine games. All teams have played Nine matches now, so it's nice, a good time to kind of recap the group. Delhi Capitals on 14, Mumbai Indians stay on 12 alongside RCB. KKR up to 10 points now, and there's a four-point gap now between the fourth-place sides and Sunrisers Hyderabad, who have got six points. Kings Eleven up to six points, CSK up to six points, and Rajasthan Royals on six points. So the table perfectly illustrates, Abhishek, how this tournament is going, doesn't it? Every team is getting some wins on the board um, can you see in any of the bottom four closing that four-point gap over the remaining five games of this tournament? Uh, well, I think the top three spots are more or less sealed. But I think still, uh, though there is a four-point gap between the KKR and the next team, I still believe that there is a chance because KKR is still not settled. Uh, today, they won in the Super Over. Lockie Ferguson was very instrumental. If they have not still went to that level, I still believe each, uh, either one of at least. Rajasthan Royals were really good in their match. Last match, they were just 
like steve smith said they were ab even smith got the runs i think they had a hour par total they did well even sunrisers hyderabad i think today i was a bit unimpressed with how they played with warner coming at number 4 or something i believe if warner had started but they got a one that i still believe yeah though there is going to be herculean task but even with that kings eleven punjab two wins on the trot and the amount of confidence that they will get probably i think their season derailed on the first match only right when they wanted they needed just one run to win from three balls against the dc and they lost in the super over i think that confidence booster is something that they will get today and i think either one of them will at least give a run of the money to the kkr for their final still i believe it's difficult but yeah i believe that it's not game over at least for the fourth spot bodylinet-shirts.com browse the finest collection of cricketing t-shirts on the web hundreds of original cricket designs for cricket players and fans alike featuring everyone and everything from Larwood to Leach and Cow Corner to Chin Music at bodylinet-shirts.com and you can get 10% off your first order using the code badger at checkout bodylinet-shirts.com t-shirts for the discerning cricket fan Claire, we talk about T20 cricket as being, uh, you know, potentially very close as we've seen today. Every single run matters, doesn't it? When you're watching one of these games and you see a drop catch and they go through for the second run or, um, you know, overthrow, whatever, every single run in these matches um, counts, doesn't it? Because we've seen every single um, game over this weekend go to the final ball. I know there's been quite a lot of those um, uh, stops on the boundary where, you know, somebody's leapt up, dragged the ball back in from Nicholas Poran. There was one, you know, there's been a few today. Those are the ones for me that really, really sort of, they're game changers. You know, it's the stopping potential sixes. Sometimes they're managing to get a catch out of it. You know, it's just, it's those fine margins uh, that just absolutely, like you say, make the difference. It's a, uh, yeah, mind-blowing stuff. It's not just what's going on in the middle. It's uh, all that stuff in the field. It's, oh, gosh. Yeah, breathtaking. Been so impressed today. Yeah. yeah, totally breathtaking. Mumbai Indians, 176 for six. Kings 11 Punjab, 176 for six. Then it was five all in the first super over. Mohamed Chami bowled a, a terrific six balls for Kings 11 Punjab to keep them in it at that stage. And then the universe boss just kind of saunters out there says, what's all this fuss about? Smashes the first ball from Trent Bolt for six. And from there, I know there's still a little bit to do, but that seemed to settle the nerves for Kings Eleven. It did. And but I think just going, rewinding a little bit, at the end of the first, the second, <laughs> the Mumbai Indians second super over there, at the end of that, the stop again, like I just hinted at, on the boundary to prevent that six from Pollard. That was the difference. Because had that gone for a six, you know, it would have maybe just inched it out of reach. And then, like you say, you know, Chris Gale, he, he just, he's just got that, you know, that cool calmness about him, the power, the ability, you know, he's got so much experience. And maybe that's what's been missing the whole competition. You know, if he hadn't have been ill and spent all that time in hospital, who knows what would have happened. And imagine the pressure that he's under, like my whole team kind of hinge on him. And he's had to come back, like, from illness. And he's just stepped up to the mark. I mean, you know, all credit to the guy. Yeah, he, he can't take a second run. He's going to get run out or whatever. But even I thought in the field today, he was, you know, he was sharp. There was, I know there was, like, one slip catch that it, it was miles out of his reach. And I heard the commentators like, oh, you know, sort of 
ribbing him a bit. But he's, you know, he's he's looking fit and he's looking sharp and yeah, he's got the cool head to go with it. I thought it was awesome. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Now, man, I saw Kieran Pollard after the game today. I know he was on the losing side, but... They asked him about how you how you cope with the pressure, and he said, "Well, that's what we do. That's what we do as sportsmen. But it's it's a it's different gravy, isn't it? In a super over like that, where every single piece of fielding, every single shot matters, you separate the men from the boys, now, man, don't you? You start to see who can really cope with the intense pressure and who can't." Yes, and also I was a bit surprised with the combination which they sent up front in the first super over, Rohit and Dikok. Uh, this uh, says that they were a bit taking it to a bit easy. Uh, they did not uh, take seriously uh, Mohammed Shami. They thought that they will be able to do it. But... I'm just going to jump in there, Naman, because I heard the commentators sure. say that as well. And I think that's ridiculous, with all due respect to you. Because have you seen how far Rohit Sharma and Quinton Dicock can hit that cricket ball? They're, they're good batsmen, but they can also hit boundaries. And I think it's quite disrespectful to two of the finest white ball cricketers in the world to say they shouldn't go out for a super over. They're two fantastic players. Absolutely, uh, James. Uh, but uh, I only felt that it was not right by the by seeing the first shot attempted by Decock. Uh, they play super cricket. He's in good form. Why attempt such reverse sweeps and just mess it again. I know and also Pollard was in good form, he finished the game and you need maybe a contrasting players during Super over especially. Uh, maybe Decock had won then and Pollard or Pandya had won then but uh, I guess uh, Shami was too good but I just get a feeling that they took him a bit lightly over there. I agree with you on the second part of that. I don't agree with you with the personnel but I agree the way they approached it was maybe slightly wrong. Just start, I mean, Quinton de Kock is at his very best when he stands tall and just puts those long levers yes. through the ball and hits it long, doesn't he? He doesn't need to play these little deflections. In that, in those... Yes, even with the Rahul attempted shot, uh, he attempted reverse sweep. He just thought that match is over. Uh, that 1-6 uh, could have made the difference. Uh, in the first super over itself, uh, Punjab would have won the game. Abhishek, we're talking about the super overs and the tactics in the super overs. It's not something that these teams have to do very often, is it? You know, you, you come to a super over once in a blue moon. Obviously, today we've seen two of them, three of them. Yeah, the tactics for a super over aren't something they probably sit down and talk about very often. Yeah, absolutely. I think even Kewal Rahul talked about the same that uh, super over is something that the teams do not prepare for, right? Uh, it uh, does not happen very often. And generally, what it happens is you generally go with the flow. You generally go with the player who has been hitting the ball well, who has been timing the ball well, and it generally happens. I think uh, some of the teams probably have that idea of a particular player like Boomerang. Like obviously, I might do not need to think 
a second guess about any anything uh, when the super overs come it has to be bobra so yeah i think it depends on how the innings has gone and it also depends on who the opposing player is for example if uh, like i tell you it's one of the biggest season that probably mumbai went with uh, uh, rohit sharma and quinton decock is that uh, they knew that from the other side probably the yorkers will be used right and with someone like shami bowling those yorkers there's a good chance that he may castle someone like pollard uh, and if on the other hand they may see that they do not have any prime 140 145 bowler like uh, Somebody, somebody is Shami. Then I believe that definitely they would have penciled someone like Pollard. So I think uh, it's not something that they sit about and make a strategy of. Uh, it's more of a uh, intuition type of uh, decision based on the how the innings has progressed the last year. I think you make a very good point there, Abhishek. That it's it's not just about hitting the boundaries; it's also about keeping your wickets. Because we've seen a few teams in this tournament have uh, gone out there shooting from the hip in the Super Overs, lost two wickets, and ended up on the total of two or three. And that's going to get you nowhere, is it? In terms of that, Moonrise is a sports engagement website to allow sports fans to learn from the very best. Get a personal video message recorded for a fan's special occasion. Have a professional cricketer as your next coach by getting video feedback or having a 30-minute conversation with some of the world's best players. Players such as Jimmy Neesham, Colin Munro, Tammy Beaumont, Danny Wyatt, Monty Panasar. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. We're going to now turn our attention to the Moonrise moment of the matches today. And I don't even know where to start because we, we could probably, um, between us over the next half an hour, think of 50 moments that changed the way we viewed cricket and life and everything in general um, today. But I'm going to be very unfair now man, on you and start with you. Give me your Moonrise moment of the matches today. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned uh, plenty of choose, uh, plenty to choose over there. Plenty of uh, moments, crazy times in today's matches. But since I'm a KKR supporter, and I'll go with uh, Lucky Ferguson's performance today. Three wickets and three huge ones, and also in the super over, uh, Bestow and Warner both bowling, both coming in the super over, both uh, aggressive batsman and bowling that pitch of a delivery, the sheer pace and. Uh, Warner just had no idea about that and he was clean bowled, sealing the match over there. I was uh, completely bamboozled and uh, very happy for KKR and uh, for like Lockie Ferguson. So I'll go with him. Abhishek, what about you? Your moments of the matches today? Well, I have to go with my mode. I'll probably uh, say the Lockie Ferguson dispensers of Manish Pandey, I think. A 145 plus ball and absolutely top-notch Yorker and the way it went and the, even the reaction of Mayank, right? It probably sent a full message down the batting line of SRA that while they are chasing, they probably have to counter for some of the Lockie Ferguson's over. I think that was a moment which shows that that even while chasing, even uh, the next balls that were faced by even the likes of Warner, right? They were played with a bit of caution. And I think that was an absolutely sensational moment the way he bowled Manish Pandey. And I believe that was the thing that set up the match. Very good nomination there from Abhishek. Claire Sanderson, what about you? What would be your moment of the matches? Oh, well, I mean, I had what I had written down for my moment of the match was going to be that uh, Rowick dismissal, dismissal, the catch for Maxi. So I just thought his captaincy there was brilliant. He came and it was a brilliant catch. But now that Kings 11 have won, I think I have to go with the Mayan Agarwal stop on the boundary. Because like I said earlier, if that had gone for a six, it would have probably put it out of reach. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, 
brilliant. So that would be my moment of the match. I was going to go with Mayank Agarwal's stop on the boundary fence as well. So basically, it's Lockie Ferguson 2, Mayank Agarwal 2. They can share it today, but I think ultimately we'll all agree cricket was the winner. So we'll give cricket the uh, moonrise moment of the matches today. Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalised message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket. Let's play. We have now to look ahead to Monday, if we can get any sleep tonight and we can get up to tomorrow to watch the game between Chennai Super Kings and Rajasthan Royals in Abu Dhabi. Um, and these are two sides that desperately need a win. They were in that gaggle on six points um, at the wrong end of the table. I'll start with you, Abhishek, because you're our Rajasthan Royals man. How do you see this one? Chennai Super Kings are very hit and miss at the moment, aren't they? Rajasthan, though, equally so. Yeah, I believe that uh, it's going to be a close game. Uh, the Chennai Super Games, though, they have lost a few games, but they're still a very good side, especially with Jadeja finding his form. He's becoming really clinical, both with the ball and the bat. So it's not going to be some cave war, but I still believe the last game that has happened, right? It's very, very important that Steve Smith was able to find his own form. Still, I also believe another positive was that that Uthappa was uh, uh, finally given his slot of the order. It's the place where he has been batting all his life. And his best career moments, be it with RCB or be it with KKR, has come there. I believe that is more or less lesser. I still believe that Butler should open with Uthappa. I think there's still a bit of thinking must be needed there. But all in all, I think rested, uh, the last game was a good performance. Smith coming into the stride. Even Jaydev and Arkad was very good. It is two overs. Unfortunately, he went a few runs for the AB, but it can happen to all the bowlers, right? It has happened to some great bowlers like Dale Stain, right? So it's going to one off moment. But I still believe I'm fairly confident that with Steve, with Steve Smith coming to his stride and uh, Rajasthan Royals will probably start with tomorrow to make that mad dash towards the end that we talked about earlier in the podcast. There's going to be a twist in this IPL, isn't there? The, the top four are not going to stay as the top four because there's four points. If one of those teams in the bottom end of the table can get on a run, they're going to take teams points away from the teams at the top as well. So that narrows the gap just by virtue of the fact they start winning games. So it's going to be really interesting, I think, over the last five games for each of these sides. Now, man, CSK, I'm going to make you our CSK fan um, just for a few seconds tonight. MSD's got a major job on his hands, hasn't he, with them? Because even now they're starting to play a little bit better, they're still losing. Very much, James. Uh, you are uh, absolutely right. I guess uh, he... I feel that he is failing to read the pitch. Uh, sometimes uh, the pitches are behaving slowly. The, sometimes the pitches are getting better in the second innings. Sometimes there is due. I guess the Dhoni is failing to read pitches over there. They are failing with the right team combination, whether to play Tahir or whether to continue with Bravo because they have very much all arms and ammunition in, in their team over there, left-arm fast bowlers, leg spinners, the off spinners and I am also surprised that Dhoni has not even used Kedar Jadav with off spinners or with so many left-handers batting over there. So, yes, they have plenty to think over there but I know you won't agree but I still will go with Sam Curran opening because he has nothing to much to do in the lower order. They have enough batsmen over there but once he is, I feel he hits a good cricket shot. It's not just a 
बैटिंग ऑल ओवर ग्राउंड ऑल ओवर द ग्राउंड विद क्लोज्ड आईज ही प्लेज प्रॉपर क्रिकेट शॉट्स बट यस गुड टू सी डुप्लेसी कमिंग बैक इन फॉर्म इन द लास्ट मैच बट आई मेंशन इन द लास्ट पॉडकास्ट एज वेल दे नीड टाइर एज सून एज पॉसिबल जस्ट लाइक गेल केम एंड मोमेंटम इज नाउ विद पंजाब सिमिलरली दे नीड टाइर इफ नॉट नाउ देन आई फील इट विल बी टू लेट Yeah, I don't know what uh, Imran Tahir said to MS Dhoni that's upset him, but he's, uh, yeah, he should be in that side. And I, t- to me, he should have been in that side from the very, very start of this tournament because he's a class act. Claire, let's leave the last word on the CSK Rajasthan Royals match to you. You've heard the arguments from both sides. How do you see this game in Abu Dhabi going tomorrow? Gosh, well, it's a tricky one. I mean, is Bravo injured? Does that then open it up for Tahir to come in? And if it does, will that be the difference? I don't know. Well, I, I asked you okay. a question, and you've answered it with three, I think. So, <laughs> well, yeah, that, I have to say, I just think it's wide open. I mean, both teams have had really strong performances, and also a bit ropey. You know, they've neither of them's got the momentum with them, and it, it, I just think it's a wide open match. Um, it'll be a good one to watch to see, you know, who can pull it through. A battle of the captains. I don't know. Really, really interesting match to watch, and a bit of a neutral for me, which is what I need after a day like today. In in all honesty, so though, I still you still haven't answered your question. No, no, you haven't. And to be to be honest, it's it's one of those tournaments, isn't it? You know, you get asked the question, "Who's going to win this game?" I would have pointed everybody towards Mumbai Indians today to beat Kings Eleven, and it didn't happen. And it's it's one of those tournaments. Everybody can beat everybody. It's so close, and like we said before, every single run matters. And uh, I can't call CSK against Rajasthan Royals tomorrow because you look at you look down the list of the uh, players that are playing for the two respective sides. There's some match winners on both sides, but there's also plenty of flaws on both sides. And it's going to be really fascinating to see how the rest of this IPL goes because if it gets any more exciting than it's got already, then I don't know if I can cope with it. <laughs> it's just going to get um, yeah. It's going to be too much, isn't it? I think I think we've turned up the volume up to. Uh, uh, up to max at the moment, and uh, hopefully it stays there for as long as possible. Claire, Naman, Abhishek, thank you very, very much indeed for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you, everybody yeah. out there for listening. Thank you for tuning in. It's the IPL Daily, so we'll be back with you again tomorrow with more exciting cricket. I've started off these podcasts by trying to keep them to 20 minutes, and it's just been impossible this weekend because there's just been so much to talk about I'll leave you with some words of a great man, Mayank Agarwal. I noted this down at the end. He said, this is sport. It can get hard, but you definitely cannot live without it. Here, here, Mayank. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Join us every day throughout IPL 2020. Follow us on Twitter at cricket underscore badger. Join in the fun. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.